This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Rick Mextroth, who's the secretary of Custer County Economic Development Corp., which is a not-for-profit right here in the Valley. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you very much, Gary. Appreciate being here. We just met today, so I uh, wanted to get a little bit about a, your background. You and I have some things in common. You were in Houston, you were in Cincinnati, I've been in both of those places. Tell us a little bit about your background, where you went to school, uh, what you did for a job, those sorts of things. Sure. I grew up in uh, the southern part of Texas and Houston. Uh, went to college at a place what is now called Texas State University and was hired right out of there and started my career with Procter & Gamble. The, the week after graduation, I, I worked for P&G for 30 years, ended up moving with them, I think, nine times, and had a great experience uh, running sales and marketing in a number of different business units for Procter & Gamble, and eventually settled down into uh, Colorado permanently, probably in the early 90s. P&G, you likely had a stint or two in Cincinnati. I did. I actually worked in Cincinnati twice, the first time fairly young in my career in my late 20s in one of the business units there. It was a fabulous experience. We actually liked Cincinnati a lot. And then I finished my career there in, I think, 2009, having done some global assignments for Procter & Gamble, which was great because I had a chance to see the world on P&G's money. Now, Cincinnati's a river town. It's got a lot of history. It's it's really come into its own, I think. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? Cincinnati chili. Uh, thumbs up. You know, it, it kind of grows on you after a while. The first experience was a little different. But it's an acquired st- taste. It is, and we still buy the chili packets today and, and cook it occasionally in the winter. And uh, Grater's ice cream, thumbs up or thumbs thumbs down? Definitely thumbs up. Uh, we lived in an area called Hyde Park, and we're about a block and a half from uh, one of their restaurants and routinely worked our way there after dinner. We lived in Clifton, close to the university, sure, sure. and uh, there was a there was a graders there. And after Easter, you would find the chocolate chips with big chunks of bunny ears and those sorts of things. So it was heavy on the chips. A- absolutely, and big chips. Uh, Procter and Gamble. You had a chance to uh, travel the world, I suspect. Where whereabouts? Uh, most of my global work was done in Far Asia, which you know, largely emerging countries, because P and G was trying to establish new business in areas like China and and a number of communities there. But I also got down into South America, started some businesses down in Chile and a few others. Uh, certainly Central America and also spent a fair amount of time in Europe. But it, business there was more established, so there was less for me to do there. What drew you to the Wet Mountain Valley from places like Houston and Corpus and yeah, Cincinnati? Great question. We actually moved to Denver in 1987, and we liked it so much. My wife and I started talking about buying some land, and we looked up a few options in the newspaper, came across a gold mine that was available outside Rosita, and looked at it and bought it. And for seven or eight years thereafter, we loved coming in, staying at the Westcliff Inn before it was as big as it is now, and enjoying uh, spending a little bit of time on our land, which ultimately we sold, but we never forgot about how beautiful the valley is and how wonderful the people were. And so we decided when we retired a few years ago that we'd come back for good. 
Now we're here to talk about the Custer County Economic Development Corp that you've joined. Why did you join that group among all the 501c3s or nonprofits in the area? Well, you know, I finished with about 35 years in business and commerce and feel like I have some acquired skills in that area. So when I came here, I, I wanted to get involved. I wanted to give back. I looked at a number of organizations and, and felt that my skills were best suited for the Custer County Economic Development Corporation. So I sent a note to the current leadership there, and they invited me to come to some meetings, which I did last year. And I was asked this year to join the board and have had a wonderful time and have learned so much. Now, you've joined some folks who have been with economic development for a number of years. Uh, Charles Bogle is the president. Correct. Uh, Dale Mullins, vice president. Donna correct. Hood's treasurer. That's I, correct. I think. And you're the secretary. That's correct. So you've, you've got a good uh, group to draw from in terms of historical knowledge. Yeah, very much so. Very diverse thought in the group. I mean, we all come from kind of different areas, uh, but we feel that uh, there's a great economic future in Custer County as long as we stay focused on the right things. Now let me ask a bit about the statistics of the county compared to other counties. I know that you've looked at that, and Custer County is a bit of an outlier in certain respects. It is. You know, some of the data here is consistent with what you would expect. Some of it's very different. For example, I read an article in May that showed the vast majority of jobs and population growth post-recession were in metropolitan areas. And while that's consistent with much of the state, Custer County, for example, we actually have grown 19% since the recession. Jobs been relatively flat, but we have a lot of growth. So we've got a lot of retirees coming in. That would be a piece of that growth. Uh, absolutely. In fact, if you look today, our average or median age is about 56 or 57. That compares to the high 30s for the state. So we've had great retirement growth. If you look at the younger population, however, where all the state's growing from, that has not really been much of our growth at all. In fact, we show some decline in those ages, and, and that's concerning. I, I always want to believe that young people that grow up here and graduate from Custer County High School will have economic opportunities here. And I think if we manage our growth appropriately, they'll, they'll have much better success in the future here. Now, a lot of people think of the Economic Development Corp and think of broadband because over the last few years, it's been pretty front and center to the strategies. There's more to it than that, but let's talk just for a moment about broadband. Any updates on where we stand? You know, we continue to uh, work with other parts of the county, the commissioners. Uh, we were the ones that brought in Main Street Wi-Fi several years ago for Main Street, so we're involved in a lot of the business community with what we've done there. We are working on some large grants that would allow us to improve broadband and working closely with county commissioners on that. There's more to come on that. Uh, we're, we're in the uh, process now of getting kind of down dirty in the, in the weeds with some of the studies that we've been asked to perform. And we're hopeful that it'll go to someplace very productive, but it's still kind of early to assess where it's going to end up. And better broadband, better internet better infrastructure along those lines would tend to bring in some of the younger people who can work remotely with uh, some fairly high-powered jobs. What else is on the radar screen for economic development? Well, we work very closely with a number of different organizations. For example, we 
work closely with the Upper Arkansas Council of Governments, which gets us into Southern Colorado economic development groups. Uh, we work closely with the Chamber of Commerce, tourism, other parts of Custer County as well. And anything we can do to address new opportunities coming into the county is, is kind of top, in, uh, top of mind for us. You're probably looking for clean, small businesses. That, that would be something that most people would say is a plus? Absolutely. In fact, I, I believe very strongly in our current lifestyles here in the county. I absolutely love the heritage. I, I think about it every time I drive up or down hard, or hard scrabble. And I think we have an opportunity to continue that and keep that peaceful, beautiful valley intact. Uh, as you study the future, clearly remote employees, employees that are involved in technological innovation, I think are going to be the key here and everywhere. It's just kind of the nature of what's going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. You're fairly new in the county full-time. What gets you excited about economic opportunities in the Valley? You know, the the thing that I really struggled with initially is uh, reading the articles about the high school graduates and kind of where they were going, because there's just not as much work or opportunities for employment here as I would hope. And if, if you think about a traditional definition of economic development, ultimately it does boil down to jobs. Mm -hmm. And that's my interest to make sure that the job forecast for the future here is consistent with those that want to be here. And I'd like to see our county continue to grow in ways that keep it clean and pristine. And and I I can't tell you how much I enjoy waking up and, and looking at that uncorrupted view of the Sangres and feel very strongly that this is a place where a lot of people want to be. And if they want to be here, we want to make sure that there's some job growth so they can manage to raise families and become active parts of the community. Mm-hmm. Economic development is involved with quite a few things, things like tourism. You alert other groups to uh, possible grants and that sort of thing. We do, in fact, because... We do such a great job of staying connected with what's going on in the state and in southern Colorado with the economic development groups that are there. We interact frequently. We, we hear about things that are going on and guide a lot of organizations into the grant process when we hear of them. There's been a few great successes we've had with Silver Cliff and a couple others in helping them get some money to fund some infrastructure. As it, as it has occurred. We work closely with the housing board, with uh, the water, round mountain water. You know, we, we try to stay pretty engaged with everything that's going on here. What else should folks know about the Custer County Economic Development Corp? Well, the best thing to do would be to go online, and they can find us on custercountyedc.com and see what our mission is, what our plans for the future are, and where we hope to stay involved in in the county for a long, long time. And folks are welcome to your monthly meetings, which I think are the fourth Thursday at 10 a.m. That's correct. And you meet there on 3rd Street. We do. Uh, We are in the visitor center also, I believe, maybe the Chamber of Commerce, but kind of between the wine mine and Main Street. If someone out there in Radioland was looking to get involved with economic development, are there needs that you have? Most definitely. Again, we, we really focus a lot of our work on connections, and we found that so many people here have connections that 
that may be very vital to the community. So again, the best thing to do is to go to CusterCountyEDC.com and you can learn a lot more about some of the things we're working on and, and please come to a meeting. And again, those meetings are generally the fourth Thursday at 10 a.m. right there on uh, 3rd Street. Rick, as we run out of town, what have we missed? I think we are in the midst of uh, an, an exciting time in the state, but also here. One of the interesting things I've seen with the data is that El Paso County will be the largest county mm-hmm. in the state in a couple of years, and it shows this migration towards southern Colorado from what has traditionally been the hub of Colorado, uh, Denver specifically. And I think we're in a unique position where people are going to start looking more for remote opportunities, things that may give them a chance to experience the lifestyle that we have here. And we just want to be in a position to uh, make sure that it works the way it's supposed to and, and keeps us all in connection with the wonderful opportunity just to live here. Speaking for the uh, community, thanks for getting involved with the economic development. It's been a critical thing over the uh, over the years, especially on broadband here the last few years, and that's still in the process of playing out. It is. Uh, we've done some studies. One of the more interesting ones was completed last year that shows only about 8% of our population has broadband defined by the current FCC service mm-hmm. standards. And about 25% have standards that go back to 2014. And we're probably about half of where most rural counties are. And we've got good data to support that. We really feel that that this will be an important part of our growth. And it's the cleanest possible way for us to grow the county with uh, remote workers and, and early retirees that may be finishing up their career with online type of jobs. Great opportunity for us to keep the county clean and, and pristine and, and keep the views that we have today. Great. Rick, thanks for stopping by today. Thanks so much, Gary. Appreciate the opportunity to visit. And uh, again, we just love being here and we're going to be around for a long time. We've been visiting with uh, Rick Mextroth from the Custer County Economic Development Corp., a not-for-profit right here in the Valley. You can find out more at www.custercountyedc.com. My name's Gary. We'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground.